Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Kate Flaherty. Kate is a uh, DC-based comic, and she was on our February 29th, 2020, 12-hour live show when uh, roughly 40 people shared a microphone, and the first four were definitely sick, and that was on February 29th, 2020, and that feels like a very, very, very long time ago. If you are listening to this on youmethemeverybody.com or on iTunes, please consider donating to our Patreon in the show description. If you are listening to this on Spotify, go to youmethemeverybody.com and go to our About page, and uh, that's where you could find the link for our Patreon. That's also where you can subscribe on Spotify. I was uh, updating the guest page the other day, and I think we have something like 700 different guests that have been on the show. So we have a 12-year archive. It's all there. Go to the guest page. Uh, scroll down, scroll up. Uh, pick what you want to listen to. It's all there. doesn't matter because right now it's time to listen to Kate and I talk. It is uh, Tuesday, May 19th, 2020. So this conversation is uh, heavily influenced by uh, the global pandemic and roller skating. How are you? Ah. Uh. I'm 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 fine. I'm here. I'm here. Do you, How are you? I'm alive. Are you glad you're in the Washington D.C. area? Um, I mean, I am glad, but I'm also in like enough of Arlington that like I have lawn access, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Does any part of you but, wish you were in Georgia? Oh God, no. Are you no? Why is that? Those idiots are going to get themselves killed. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. No, my, um, I had to do a, uh, my aunt had her, like, I want to say, like, 55th or something birthday party on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And we did a murder mystery birthday party on Zoom, which was an event. <laughs> I don't want to pretend I know how this went or make fun of anyone <laughs> that participated, but did you have fun? <laughs> Um, I, I had fun with it. So there is that. So you had um, fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed, um, cause they were like, you're encouraged to dress up and make a fun zoom background. And I was supposed to be a doctor. So I did like a murder hospital from resident evil as my background. Cause I was like, Ooh, it's spooky. But then it turned out that I was the bad guy, but none of my packet information told me I was. So I really kind of gave myself away on accident. Great. It's nice that you're <laughs> close with your family. It it is nice. Um, though that that wasn't really my favorite aunt, um, but she's fine. <laughs> so you have a favorite aunt? Oh, of course, uh, Linda. Shout out. Um, she's she's amazing. She's great. Um, she's the one that was like she like makes all the food. And when I was a kid, she was like she's like one. She's a Disney adult, like a hardcore Disney adult. Okay. Um, so when you're a kid, that is just the best kind of adult you can find because you guys have a lot of mutual interest. Um, and then as you get older, it, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know, you just, you, you're like, all right, good for you. Do you want to have a kid? Oh, um, no. I mean, I want to have like a teen. Like I, if I could skip the part where they're like five and under, mm. I'd be into it. Okay. Um, and yeah because i like to me like the coolest part of raising a kid is puberty like that's the only part i want any action in like i just want to be there for like that hot mess of emotions okay so there's that 
Yeah, you, I just think it'd be really fun. Sure. You are a married person. Uh, before the global pandemic hit, did you think that you might want a kid more? Yes. Really? I think, like, I remember there was this part of me, like, the holidays always get me, like, crazy in the head. So I think, like, after Christmas, I was like, what if we try in a year? And now that I've been sitting in my house and being like, this is who I'm, like, I'm, this is, whoever is in this house is who you're with. And I'm like, if there was a small child here, what would I do? And the answer is scream a lot. So I just, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe how's you're the, not ready. How's the uh, marriage working out in the coronavirus? Uh, it's, it's good. Um, we, I think <laughs> I've hit the point. <laughs> I, um, I think I've honestly just hit the point where I'm like, I'm starting to get the like crazies. Okay. Like uh, up until this point, I was like doing like, okay. I was like, it's fine. You know, like you just got to keep your head up. Like we have a good routine. And then I think like last Friday I just snapped. And now like I, at one point my like husband looked over at me and I was like watching glow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the television program. Perfect. So I was watching glow and he just looks over and I'm literally just like sobbing watching glow and he was like what is wrong and i was like i just miss other women <laughs> and he was like, okay and i was like i don't want to talk to you <laughs> yeah you're watching like, the just, wrong show if you yeah. want to watch women and not miss them glow will <laughs> I was like, make you miss women yeah so i think i'm just gonna watch i don't know Entourage. Yeah, it's okay. good. Actually, <laughs> what ep- do you remember? Makes me which not ep- miss anybody. <laughs> which episode of Glow is making you tear up? The one where they go camping. Oh, that's a good one. So season. Yeah, three. it was a great one. Yeah. I'm writing this down. Yeah. Camping. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, last time I saw you was February 29th. I think you mm-hmm. were the in the ninth, ninth or tenth hour of a 12 hour marathon, and yeah. Um. You're always fun to have on the show. You know how to talk. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you Thank seem you. to always want to be at the place you're at. Do you want to be at the place you're currently at? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Get me out. But could you could could you be anywhere and be happy right now? Honestly, this is I don't know why, but I have felt this for going on four weeks now. All I want to do is go to the zoo. Oh, I just want to go to the zoo, like. I just want to, I just want to, because like, you know, DC Zoo is like outside. It is, it's great. And you can just like wander in, like it's totally like open and it's, you know, it's in the city. But for some reason, like all I can think about is how the minute I can, I'm going into the zoo, I'm going to stand in front of the otter Mm -hmm. area Mm -hmm. and just cry. And I don't care who's (laughs) near me. I just need to stare at some otters and weep with joy. uh, I used to live behind the zoo. (sighs) Ah. So on clear nights, we could hear the mountain lions. Mm. And that's so that's so cool. one of the, I don't live there anymore. And, uh, oh, and I, we, I would run through there consistently because I lived in Adams Morgan for roughly nine years and both an apartment and a co-op and both were in like two blocks of the back of the zoo. So I would run through there consistently. And I was working in Huffington post when they opened the otter exhibit. So I was there for like the unveiling of the otter exhibit and they had um, really nice seafood from Whole Foods for the otters to have Ooh, on their otter. Okay. Like, and they had nothing for the members of press. Oh, nothing. And no. I'll always remember. <laughs> this that. isn't about you. <laughs> no, it's not. But yeah, the national zoo is fantastic. Um, I have no <laughs> idea when I'll be there again. 
and not their. Me team. neither, but when I can, I'm gonna be there. First yeah. day everything opens, I'm at the zoo. I don't blame you. <coughs> Thanks for I'm coughing. I really appreciate water. it. You're welcome. I'm so sorry. I drank water and it went down the wrong pipe, so now I'm trying to power through it. You're an inc- speaking of drinking. You're an incredibly social person, <coughs> and come on. Sorry. And you host. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I don't know if it should be the present tense or the past tense. And you host a show um, centered around brunch, uh, which involves a lot of drinking alcohol. And th- your, the name of your show is a pun about that. Um, do you think that your show will ever return? Yeah, um, we are very hopeful that the show will return. Um, we've actually been doing a mini version of it every Sunday so far for the past like three weeks now. Um, I don't know why I said so far when it was three weeks, but time is a construct at this point. Um, but yeah, so we actually have been doing a live um, little an Instagram live show of um, Mimosas where I'm uh, Maddie and I like tune in, catch up. We have people that, you know, ask us questions or like play around the comments. Um, I actually shoot from my bathtub um, because it has the best lighting in the house and it's, a really good place to be secluded, uh, but it does make people worry about you when you're always in your tub on camera, um, drinking heavily. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful it'll come back. But yeah, it's uh, I got a sham bomb. I don't know if you're familiar. No. Um, so that's really made the tub drinking different. Uh, I don't want to say better or sadder. I think it's somewhere in between, but it's a lot of fun. Do you find yourself drinking more or less due to the global pandemic? I have so much more. Really? Like, I have a tolerance again. I haven't had a tolerance in years. Like I have really prided myself on the fact that if I do like one shot, like it's done. That's it. That's the night. Like you're great. You're feeling awesome. Um, now I can drink so many seltzers and wine. And like, I just like at this point, I'm just like trying to see like how fucked up I can get like, or what it takes. I'm like, all right, yesterday it was, you know, three Trulies, and then we did a cider, and you felt kind of a buzz, and <laughs> I think it's just like a, a really gross game I play with myself. Uh, yeah, you, no, so we, we drink a lot. <laughs> are you becoming an alcoholic or a diabetic? I mean, if I have it my way, a little bit of both. Um, a little saucy, mix it up, get to put that on the resume. Speaking the of resume, resi. you currently have a job. I do. Congratulations. I do. Thank you. Um, I work in kind of a CD industry, and those tend to do well in crisis. Great. So. Well, if there's any way yeah. for me to get signed up and not actually have to do any work, I'm in. Uh, I have no moral scruples in any way whatsoever. Uh, give me money. I don't want to do any work, though. So, um, I'm still a white man in America. I don't care what global pandemic has hit. I deserve everything. You're like, look, I have standards here. Yeah. I've grown accustomed to a way of life. That's right. We will, be, we will be maintaining that. Thank you. Uh, um. Are you happy? One to ten. Ten being like, yes, I'm super happy. One being like, nope, uh, I'm like two phone calls away from the last phone call. Oh, okay. So I'd say um, I'm a five with wiggle room on both sides depending on the day. Sure. Um, Yeah. What about your your husband? Actually, I'd say he's like maybe like a six or a seven. Like he's doing, he's doing better than me. Like definitely doing better than me. Does um is that yeah. good? Is it good to be with someone like that when you're a little bit lower? 
No. <laughs> Why? You're like, they're like, hey, like, you know, things are okay. What if we watch a thing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really going to change things. It's really going to turn the ship around, isn't it? Like, there's that part of me that, like, when someone's, like, happy and I'm in a bad mood, mm-hmm. I'm just like, how fucking dare you? How oh. dare you come at me with this attitude? <laughs> other than the zoo and other women, what do you miss the most? Oh, what do I miss the most? Um, you know what? And I, I don't know. All the things I miss are things that, like, me six months ago would, like, slap me across the face for saying I miss. Um, but I think I honestly miss getting to sit. I, like, I like I miss my morning commute so oh, much. Oh, really? Like, I miss walking to the train, taking the train, um, and then just, like, you know, because it was, like, you know, every day was about an hour that I had to myself that I would just, like, listen to music, kind of, like, you know, I liked... I liked the movement. I liked being around people, but not engaging with people. Like it was my, it was my perfect socializing. Sure. That, you know, I'm like, look at all of us. We're not making eye contact, but we're all here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. perfect for me. That's my dream. Um, and I, I liked having that time to just kind of like, you know, you sit and you play games on your phone or you watch something or read something and you're like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was always, it was nice. So I, I do, I, we, I just really miss that. Um, so I guess I just walk around my neighborhood now listening to music, not making eye contact and trying to replicate the feeling. How far, how easy it is, easy is it for where you are to maintain distance from people? Do you have to wear a mask mm-hmm. when you go out? So it is pretty easy to maintain distance over here just because it's like a weird mix between kind of like a, a city vibe mm-hmm. and uh you know neighborhood vibe and so like i go on runs now and going on the runs is really easy because you can just go through neighborhoods and there's so much space that i'll see someone coming two blocks ahead and i can just jump to the other side of the road without like worrying about traffic or anything like that um so that's really good i will say when you go into like the grocery store um Obviously, you have to wear a mask there, um, and people aren't great about it there. Like, I can definitely tell that the neighborhood is starting to be like, "Yeah, we're all good, right?" Interesting. Like, no, please. Mm. So, yeah, the minute I'm inside, it seems like everyone has kind of like some people are like conscious of it, and some people are like, eh, "As long as I'm walking quickly past you, it's yeah. fine." I'm like, okay. It's I miss going to the grocery store every day the most. Yeah. Yeah. Hands you down. You go every day? Yeah, because we live like four blocks from a Safeway. So it's oh. right there. We live, we used to live, right, like I said, behind the zoo. So there was a Safeway loop two blocks away. There was a Trader Joe's on the way home. And there was a Whole Foods on the way home. So occasionally I would just walk home and I could stop and buy whatever you needed, any of them. And now, clearly, I'm not, I haven't been to that Safeway since Easter because they're not doing a good job in any way of social distancing and it's not always, but it's majority the older people that aren't. And I understand why it's like, I've lived through X, Y, and Z. I'll be fine where you don't want to unintentionally get the most vulnerable ill. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Like that's, that's a guilt too, you know? Yeah, exactly. So there's that. And then I'm in um, the edge of Tacoma park, DC. So 
The Tacoma mm-hmm. Park, Maryland co-op is the exact opposite where you have to order online and then you could pick it up in the parking lot and you have to like shout your order number away and then they'll bring it out to you. <laughs> ten, oh there's like God. a 10 foot distance between the person that has like the iPad and then where they'll drop your groceries and you have to like stand behind another 10 foot line of where <laughs> so you don't come in contact <laughs> with anybody and it takes up to 72 hours to fulfill an order of like kombucha and bread. Oh my god! So, but you're still drinking bucha in quarantine. Hell no! I hate it. It's for my wife. Um, (laughs) I don't know why, but I found it like the most carbonated thing in the world. I think it does that to cover up the fact that like the flavor is not enough to really mask it. Like they're like, the flavor's not covering up how this tastes. But if we put enough bubbles in it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I should love it. I love sour pickles. I love almost everything fermented. I should love kombucha. I just don't. Yeah, I I mean it took it, I also it took me a while to get into it, but mostly because my dad would make his own kombucha, yeah. and I had to look at it, and it's really hard to look at someone make it and then drink it. Is the mother the most disgusting looking thing in all of cocktails and and non alcoholic beverages? The kombucha mother. Oh yes, I thought you were talking about like just moms and just general. moms. And general. Like, Fuck not, moms, I'm right? moms are the most disgusting (laughs) specifically kombucha (laughs) mothers the things that make kombucha kombucha oh yeah those things are wrong is there anything even like remotely equivalent of a kombucha mother in any other type of liquid a what no (laughs) the blobfish (laughs) kind of but that's a food yeah just saying i was like if you look at it it's similar what's your what's your life day like because you're you're clearly employed fantastic but is it like now that you're at home they expect you to be working at all times is it like what are we even doing here how is your work day oh my work day has been uh it started to vary i've had to like restructure it a couple times um because yeah like my my company's really good at you know we log off at six that's when we're done like don't respond to stuff after that so we've been pretty good at maintaining it um, I will say like some days are definitely easier than others. There have been some days that I have worked a little later, but that's, I mean, somehow we brought on new people, like new clients Wow! during this. Yeah. So I've been, my, my past few weeks have been really hectic, but now that they've kind of calmed down again, um, yeah, like I've started to be able to like go on runs during the day. Um, and then. Obviously, I can step away and like you know take a, a call for fun, but um, I've also found that like without someone watching me, I can get a lot of my work done very quickly, so that I can watch Netflix on my work computer and are be like, you, "Well, I'm at my work desk, so it counts." Are you writing stand-up at all, or no? Um, I've written some stand-up. Um, I like. <laughs> I say written. Um, I use my phone like a voice recorder. And so sometimes I'll get really stoned and come up with an idea. And then I say it into my phone. And then the next day I listen back to it and decide, was I like just really high or was that actually a funny concept? And then I try and work from there. Are you hesitant of writing anything COVID related? No, not really. Cause I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you go up, and you like, I think it's going to get beaten to death, but I think especially when we like first get back, 
if you don't mention it, it feels like you kind of miss the point. Like there's just so many different things you can talk about too. Like, I think I, I've been working on a bit or the idea of an intro where you come in and it's just because, as I mentioned, I miss women so much just being like, hello, like I'm like, I'm only talking to women in the audience and I want to talk to you about like all the men that annoy you. Like, tell me now. I just, I just want to, and just like talking to random women in the audience about like, just tell me about some guy that annoys you because I have missed this so much. And I was just like, I think that'd be a fun bit. Like it's kind of COVID related, but it's mostly just like, I miss talking shit with random women. <laughs> so. Do- <laughs> Do you think you'll feel, when do you think you'll feel safe to do stand up again? Mm. That is tough because like, I think there is a very compulsive part of me. That's like the minute someone says that I can go, I'm just going to bolt out of here um, and just do everything all at once. Like I'm getting, I'll do stand up. I'm going to dinner. I'm going to a bar. I'm getting my tattoos. Like I'm just like going to hit everything all at mm-hmm. once. It'll be like, you know, what I imagine I don't, when someone gets out of prison, I don't know. I don't know what compa- that comparison really got away from me. Um, but I don't know. I, there's another part of me though. That's like, Kate, you have the world's worst immune system or like yeah. a top ranker. So maybe we don't just run outside immediately. <laughs> so the, the last yeah. show we did on the marathon show, the reason why I didn't do the show the next week is because I got sick and it and mm-hmm. I got sick because literally the first four people that I had on the show were either recovering from a cold or had a cold. Oh, my God. So, like, four consecutive it's... people and then literally eight more hours on a microphone, yeah. people using that microphone. That's just mm-hmm. how a stand-up show works. It's not – no one's trying yeah. to get anyone – well, maybe. But it didn't seem like it. And that's another thing about this. It's not just, like, the safety of others. It's your personal safety. Yeah. I hadn't – thought about that part so <laughs> now i am uh which yeah yeah now you raise a really good point there yeah <laughs> so, like will there be personalized oh microphones like microphones aren't that expensive i might just bring my own microphone yeah exactly it might be it. i'm easy. just gonna make it a mood yeah like i'll just be like excuse me i'm just gonna plug this in really quick do a quick test and or like, you right, do the cool, axel rose like mic cover on top, like a spit guard on every single, everyone Ooh. brings their own spit guard, essentially. Yeah. Or maybe I can just get like, we can get like a headset so we can each switch out mouth or, you know, mouthpieces. Yeah. Maybe I love the idea of like any of this happening in an industry fueled by like whiskey and cocaine, like, like anybody yeah, gives like a where, shit. <laughs> where there's no money. It's like, Hey, do you want to do something for free? And it's like, don't worry. We have customized headpieces or like, you know, spit guards. <laughs> We can't pay you, but we did get new equipment. So for the first time, maybe ever, well, not ever. Uh, it'll seem reasonable when people are like, "Yeah, we can't pay you." <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand completely." <laughs> yes, it's like no, no, none of us can pay each other. We're doing this for the lack of love and everything else in our life, not necessarily the love of stand up, <laughs> but the love of the something. Um, yeah, we just needed this. We need this. Is it? Um. <laughs> I have discovered, I think stand-up was my social life. Oh, for sure. So that one was a tough blow. You didn't know like, that? Oh, I, I think I, I like, I knew it, but I didn't, I hadn't accepted that that was my social life. You know, like there was a part of me that's like, I can't totally go out with friends. And I'm like, who, who were your friends? Cause now I'm sitting there like you stupid bitch, name them, name <laughs> five. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been tough, but I have a plan. Um, I'm going to make more friends. 
Um, I bought roller skates, so I'm going to make skate friends. That might work now. I don't know. I think it will. Roller skates or roller blades? No, roller skates, because I went on TikTok and roller skates are what's in right now. So So, the teams made it look cool. Yeah, that's the thing. How old are you? 30. Why are you on TikTok? Because it's quarantine. You just do things, okay? Um, you know, and it's it's fun. I made a TikTok. It went okay. So, you know, you I think there's more. more... like a Disney ant than you do right now. <laughs> I really I am. I actually shaved slits into my eyebrows because TikTok made that look cool. Um, I can't tell if you're telling a joke right now. I'm not telling a joke. There is um, a little slit in my eyebrow. Okay, well, I, I, could you do me I a favor a and send me uh-huh. a photo of you with the slit in your eyebrow? So I and then I'll. How about write... I send you the TikTok of me doing it? No, no, send me something that I can write. <laughs> like, don't send me a fucking TikTok. Um, send me, <laughs> send me a photo because then I'll put like episode six or seven capo. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Perfect. Because yeah. I know that you are the most photoshopped person in my life. Thank you. I put a lot of effort into that. Thank you. I no, I, I have. <laughs> Because I have the complexion of an old Victorian ghost. Why is and that bad? If you put a filter, because if you put a filter on it, it looks like I've seen sunlight before. And I enjoy looking like someone that has a complexion. It's nice. I like to put put a filter on it, you know? Just okay, like, I'm, when, the, when you send me this, this is the photo I'm going to put on Instagram to say, like, hey, the episode's up. Just make it say, okay. you meet them, everybody, episode 607, Kate Flaherty, right? And then you did. All I'm gonna do is post it. So you pick the filter and everything that you uh-huh. want to do, because I don't think you'll be happy with anything I choose. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go into my Lightroom app and I'm gonna make a new filter just for this, and I'm gonna call it the Weatherby filter. Thank you so, so much. You're the you're welcome. One of the only people in my life that calls me that. It is. I don't understand how not everybody does because it is. Probably the the most fun you can have saying a last name. It's a great last name, but maybe it's so good. I have zero familial attachment to it, and if my wife's name was my wife's last name was better, I would have I would have happily switched last names. But my last name is so much better. It's so yeah, it's tough when you get married and you're like, hey, mine is better, and we both know it, right? I think we've discussed this. What's yours? My well, so mine's Flaherty. You don't know that, and but my you're... husband's is Polank. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mine wins. Yeah. Mine uh yeah. mine rhymes with smell, so we're not doing that. No. Weatherby's yeah. the best. So, yeah, Weatherby's amazing. Plus, like again, like why? Like you can just say it dramatically. You can have a, like a British accent with it. Like I don't know if you know this. You could just have a British accent. You could just you can, but that name. It sounds it's something special with a British accent. It is like, also probably British. Probably. Like, it feels like a period piece. Like, it feels like you came up with a last name after you watched, like, a bunch of Agatha Christie. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's not spelled mm-hmm. correctly in any way. No. Because W-E-T-H like, is, there's no weather that's W-E-T-H. It's W-H-E or W-E-A. So, like, number one, you're already wrong from the start. And then most people, once they spell the first part, W-E-A, they, they close it with B-Y, like by the way, not B-E-E like the insect, like it is. Mm-hmm. So no yeah. matter what, uh, I've been getting misspellings my entire life. 
Well, it's a fun twist that builds character, and that's what you need to remember. Sure. I shared a locker with a Willoughby, so it was Weatherby and Willoughby. I felt what? like that, that was the most British locker in high school <laughs> possible. Honestly, if that uh, that to me sounds like a young adult like novel. Like that sounds like the Weatherby and Willoughby. Like, and you'll have like a series of you guys just like working out like mysteries at the local library. See, I'm glad that you went there because I instantly think like one of these two gentlemen uh, are the rapist on campus. <laughs> worst mystery they solve they didn't solve it's just it's not so much a mystery it's like they made the lacrosse team it's great <laughs> it's the unspoken subtext it's like well they're on lacrosse now so we know what that means <laughs> it's, just, it's the text it's literally on our letterman jackets <laughs> why do you live where you live you're in arlington and you don't have a kid and you don't plan to have a kid why are you in arlington um, so when I moved to DC, like five years ago, I was actually in, um, Southwest DC. I was over in, um, waterfront area mm-hmm. and my roommates, uh, they got married and they were like, Hey, we're actually going to sell the house. I was like, crap. <laughs> um, so I went on Craigslist and I, I, I genuinely had no idea where anything was. Like I, I knew areas like i knew that like dupont was where you blacked out sometimes and adams morgan was where you blacked out sometimes and i knew georgetown was where you could get tipsy because you're poor um (laughs) but like so i knew that but i didn't know where anything was on a map and like i know what you're thinking look at a map but i couldn't do that so i i just went on craigslist and i was like okay who is near a train station that is near my work and this listing came up um, that was on the orange line. And I was like, all right, cool. My work is off McPherson. You are on the orange line. That is the same train. Like, let's go. So did and you so, ever like hang out yeah. in the area before you moved there? No. Why? Because I knew it was on the orange line. We've established that this happened between the ages of 25 and 30. You were an adult. Oh, this happened when I was like 23, I think. Or 22. God, when did I move here? Ah, you said five Wait, years ago when been, I moved here. Oh, no, that's how long I've been with my husband. Jesus Hold on. Christ. <laughs> you said at the start of this anecdote, five years ago when I moved here, you were living in Southwest, right? So I would assume it would be within the last five years of that because it has to be between yeah. now and then, but not before then. It would be in the last five years. Plot twist. I lied. It was longer. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Anyway, I don't care. yeah, just what are you gonna do? Fight me on it? <laughs> you can't. Can't reach me. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, I, I just, I showed up. I also, the way I got my apartment was really rough because I remember I took the train. I got to Arlington. Um, I was so hungover that I was late to my appointment because I had to get off the train to throw up behind columns a couple times and then like get back on the train. <laughs> and then I stopped at a CVS to get a giant thing of blue Gatorade. And so I like roll into this appointment looking like garbage. And my roommate picked me cause she's like, well, my last roommate wasn't like really into having fun. Like she was very straight laced, which is fine, but you seemed like a lot of fun. So I figured <laughs> I'd try something new and I was like, Oh, and we, we grew together. Grew Do you together. still talk to this person? Yeah, she's uh she's one of my best friends. That's so great. We're still very close, yeah. 
Is blue your favorite type of Gatorade? Yes, 100%. It is the flavor. Uh, do you prefer the full blue or do you like the, uh, what do you call the like G2? The ice the, one? Or yeah, whatever. the yeah. ice one or the G2 where it's not full calories. Yeah. No, I, I, I want full blue. I want OG classic blue. Um, I think that's a good place to edit. Uh, Kate, I want to thank you for your time. <laughs> I hate this bitch's opinions on Gatorade. I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> thank you for your time. It's I feel been like delightful to end, talk to someone else. I will end this with the I like Mike jingle for Gatorade. Uh, yes. Which came out before Blue Gatorade existed. Sometimes I dream that he is me. You got to see that's how I dream to be. I dream I move. I move. I dream I groove. Like Mike. If I could be like Mike. Oh, if I could be like Mike. Like Mike. If I could be like Mike. If